How's it going? Oh, I'm just like, I'm waiting for this week to be done. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm done. I'm exhausted. Yes, this I'm beer has, this beer has never tasted so good. <laughs> Dry January is officially over. And was and this is the first that's this February first. You didn't have one earlier tonight? Oh no, I've had two already. Oh see. <laughs> Not wasting any time. <laughs> I I had a lager while I was making dinner. I had a lager while I ate dinner, so Okay. Nice. Yeah. Alright, so what is our uh, what is our beer of the day here? Alright, so this is from Bluewood Brewing. They're in downtown. Um it's called Space Dentist Hazy IPA. Space dentist. It's kind of it's kind of a cool looking can. I don't know if you can really see the astronaut blasting a yeah. some kind of alien tooth. Nice. And then it's a nice hazy IPA. Yes, I in the bre- I'm sorry, the brewery is what what's what's it called again? Bluewood Brewing. Bluewood. Blue wood. Oh, blue wood. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I'm having a hard time understanding you. Okay. Yeah. Blue wood. It's here. In, it's here in town. Yes. It's uh, oh. Benton Ben Park. Oh, okay. All right. So, I've had a few of their beers. This is pretty good. This one's a 7.8 APV, brewed and packaged by Blue Rood, St. Louis, Missouri. Keep cold, drink fresh, and please enjoy responsibly. There you go. Nice. All right, out of five pints, how many do you give it? I'd probably give this four. Okay. Ooh, that's high grade. Yeah. Um, it smelled like a narrow-gauge beer when I opened the can. I could just get yeah. that citrus, juicy smell. Okay. okay. Yeah, kind of like the OJ run. Yeah, not not quite as good as that, but similar. Okay, excellent. So, anything going on? Anything happened this week worth uh, worth talking about? Uh, I'm done with the Taylor Swift talk on Facebook. <laughs> so I was why, Jay. Why why do you hate romance? I, what do you have against love? <laughs> I have no problem with her going to the games. I'm just sick of people complaining about how much they're showing her, which apparently is only averaging about 35 seconds per game. Oh, really? That's yeah. Just, but it's it's blown out of proportion. Yeah. I guess. So I posted a meme talking about uh, fathers should watch what they say in front of their daughters about Taylor Swift being at the games because your daughter's going to hear what you say. Mm-hmm. And I had someone call me on it. Really? Yeah. Um, via text, I'm, I'm not going to say who he probably doesn't listen, but, um, okay. but he's like, how do you know all daughters are going to pick up on that? I'm like, well, kids are, kids pick up on everything and it doesn't really matter. It's one kid picking up on it is enough to change their whole life. So I'm sorry. And I, I saw it, but I didn't give it much credence because I was just like, whatever, another Taylor Swift thing. And yeah. I, yeah. As far as, you know. A post about, hey, dads, just be good with your kids. Yeah. I have no problem with posts about that. That That's just common sense and common sense posts are just, you know, common sense. Yeah. But I guess my question, it was, okay, so as far as telling dads what to say, to watch what they say in front of the as in like the, the dad talking down about her, saying they hate her or this is stupid or something like that. Yeah. Why do they keep showing her? Um, just bad mouthing her. Because apparently that's a, a lot of people as, are doing that. As far that. as an example to show, like, and what, what impact do you think that would have on 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 a, on a girl saying, girls like they should know their place or know the role and like be in the background, and not be seen? Or what was what's the main? Um, some of that to a degree. Um, not being vocal and supporting your boyfriend, husband, whatever. 
Gotcha. That's that one. I that's that's awesome. That's a great lesson. To, yeah. Because that's what, if, if anything, that's one of the lessons that should be taught about this. Where yeah, it's it's whatever. And if you don't look at it from a CW or a, a, a you know like a, a WB drama, you know back in the this yeah. As far as the romance part of it. But if you look at it from a relationship standpoint where you want to use that as an example, I mean, it's a great example of yeah. always rooting for the, the person that you, that you love. So yeah. yeah, I don't, I, that's a great lesson to have a talk about. And it, you know, the girls they like because they like her music, but if you want to turn that and go, Hey, this is also a way to talk about relationships. And when you find that, you know, it, and you don't have to put in the context of a romantic relationship. That that could just go for friendship. This yeah. is how you treat your friends. Yeah, you always go and support them when you can, and you should, and you have unwavering support of them. So, and yeah, that's a great lesson. Pe- people are blowing this out of proportion, blaming her for being at the games, but it's the NFL and the TV networks for capitalizing on it. Yeah, no, the NFL loves it because that's just more eyes on. Oh them. yeah. Because any game that she's on, they'll be like, oh, hey, advertise, you know, mark yeah. up the price on the advertising. So. Yep. Well, and I said, if it's such a distraction, do you get mad at Laker games when they show Jack every time he's sitting courtside? Right. Yeah. Or were you upset when they were showing Jason Kelsey completely wasted at the game, climbing in and out of box windows? <laughs> Jason Kelsey's awesome. First of all. He, oh, he is. He is. <laughs> I love Jason Kelsey. That was awesome. Yeah. He would be a guy I'd like to hang out with. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, definitely. No. But... I mean, if you're if you're gonna sit there and complain about her getting the spotlight, he got. They probably showed him more during the game than they have her in any game. Yeah. No. I and I just here's the sad part of it. You got a you've got a wonderful family that's enjoying living on top of the world right now, and then all you're gonna hear from you're gonna get to a certain point where you get the uh, we're tired of it. We've seen it enough. Blah. They're 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 at their time on the mountaintop. We're gonna have Kelsey fatigue is what you're gonna run into. I think at some point. Yeah. And. Uh, so of course people will turn on them and all that stuff. But I, I don't know. I love the fact that they're you know, hell, it's a divided family in regards to I think the mom and dad are divorced, right? But I believe still, so. Yeah. But they still you know still a family and they all support one another. The fact that you can also the uh, good point you know as far as the Kelsey the the Jason Kelsey thing would be like hey, this is a healthy relationship between two brothers. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is how a healthy relationship between two brothers should be, and we can all aspire to something like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's whatever to me. I'm I. It doesn't bother me. I just uh, I feel bad uh, spending off of that. I feel bad for people from Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> because we've been there. I, we've been there as far as being close to the mountaintop, being a Blues fan before the Blues won it. Yep. Uh, in nineteen, but they were just so close. And and here's the thing: when they were up by that much, I guarantee you. Any Detroit fan was probably just like a Blues fan at that time, being like, "No, it's it, it's not going to happen until it actually really happens." Yeah. And as soon as you get positivity, you're like, "No, no, anything that's gonna, whatever can go it's wrong like, is about to go wrong." When are the wheels going to fall off the car? <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, but I, I I loved I, I you know hey a, a KC uh, San Fran um, matchup great um, that's going to be fun. Two awesome offenses going up against each other. That'll be uh, hopefully it's a. I hope it's a shootout. I hope it's just up and down the field all night because that'd be fun to watch. Yeah, this is the but, Super Bowl uh, I'm looking forward to least since the Rams played the Patriots. Yeah, well, I, I don't mind it. I think it's just good, good, two good offenses going up against each other. But I would have loved to see in Detroit win. Oh yeah, just because. Now, if you ask me, hey, if, who would I be rooting for, KC or Detroit? I'd be like, I don't think I could root for one against the other because I, I have my fandom of KC because of Mizzou ties to them. Yeah. But uh, 
as far as you know Detroit. They're just they're the underdog story. So how would you not want to pull for them to win? Yeah. No, I'm I'm kind of anti KC. I've just kind of there's been a lot of bandwagon fans that have gotten on them in the last five years, and their owner was very key in getting the Rams moved down to St. Louis. So yeah, well. Not Jerry Jones level, but he was like the next tier. Not down. Jerry Jones level, no. But and I don't begrudge him for that because if you can get two the two biggest metropolises in Missouri to be your fandom, that's just yeah. more money in his pocket. So from a businessman being a true businessman, I don't I can't begrudge him for that. That's what everybody wants. They want the most money and all the customers. Yeah. Um, from a Casey standpoint, from St. Louis, I mean, because we well, I don't yeah, you two kind of grew up in that weird window frame of. There was that time period where when the Cardinals left to go to Arizona, mm-hmm. and then when the Rams came, that's kind of when we grew up. There was never NFL football when we were growing up in St. Louis yeah. um, until 95. Yep. So at that point, I mean, playing video games, I loved playing as KC because of a Tecmo Super Bowl, and Christian Okoye was my player yeah. <laughs> on their team because he, he was unstoppable. You couldn't stop him. You just win every time. Using him. And then... uh. No, I, I I was a KC fan because I love when they brought Montana in because I thought San Fran did Montana dirty and it was cool to see him get yeah. more run with uh, KC. I was a big fan of that. That was really fun. And uh, I don't know. It was just, hey, they're in Missouri. I'm in Missouri. Why not? Uh, but no, I wasn't. I've never been a diehard, but I also didn't hate them. You yeah. Know? It was just whatever. Uh, and it's fun to watch. They're fun team to watch. They're, they're dynamic, that's for sure. Yeah. And uh, their running back is very easy to root for. Pacheco, he's super easy to root for. Yeah. Uh, I will say the biggest <laughs> thing that sucks about Casey is I feel bad for Patrick Mahomes, the fact that he's got a crappy brother and his wife is just nuts. I, I just can't stand her. She, yeah, she's yeah. insane and she's just, she's a little, they're both over the top and I just don't like yeah over the top like that. So. But uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl. I'll enjoy it. But just, it, it depends if it's a good game. Yeah. And then it would. I would have loved if you could have done this in a perfect world. Perfect world. Detroit goes to the Super Bowl. Mm. You could have had an Eminem and Taylor Swift halftime show. <laughs> That's Ooh. not what I thought that would have been. That would have been an amazing show. That would have been. And it would have. It would have made everyone happy. There would be no demographic that would have been upset by that. Yeah. Everyone would have been like, "This is going to be a good show with good music." And maybe they could do a collaboration of some kind. I don't know if Eminem hates her or not. He hates everybody now. He's a, that dude is getting to become a. Uh, he's he's entering his Clint Eastwood phase where he hates everyone. <laughs> oh, he's always hated everybody though. <laughs> no, I don't think he was that. Bad. Now it's just I think it's getting worse and worse. But hey, he's he's earned it, right? He's yeah. getting old up to her. But um, yeah, no, that, that's it. Yeah, I just can't believe someone actually texted you about it. What? Who's well, got time for that? Knock it off. I I texted him first because he posted a. Barstool article about Taylor Swift, and I'm like, dude, you really can't. You can't use Barstool as a credible source with all the issues they've had. <laughs> and, Barstool's never been a credible source. Well, yeah. Their entertainment is what they are, but I don't call them a credible source. Yeah, but um, but I said, any yeah. point you're trying to make is instantly invalidated by using Barstool. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, I just. Uh, uh, my, the, the funny thing is, I don't think are any of your kids Taylor Swift fans though. No, not really. See, <laughs> I think you're fighting on a mountain that you. I, I I understand the point of it. I get it. Yeah, it's a, it's a great mountain to fight on. But it's also like I would understand it even more if your kids were like super fans. But I don't think you got one single kid that's like, yay for them. And same with my kids. They just they're like they don't dislike her. But yeah, they're not like you know. 
screaming I, at the top of the lungs and watching football games just to see glimpses of her. My, no, never going to happen in my house. My kids more prefer the pop goes punk versions of her songs that like the, the hardcore bands will do. So there's a little bit of screaming oh. and heavy music in them. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So no, that's, that's it. That was an interesting topic. So yeah, no, it's just, uh, yeah, I, I, I think this is going to be the hot topic. And if you're, if you're a person that loves to see the world just burn sometimes, I can't wait to the follow if they, if, and when they break up, cause that will be glorious. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's going to be one of the biggest breakups ever. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm interested in that part of it. That's what I'm interested in. Yeah. Um, so, and then let's see, what do I got for you from my standpoint of things? I don't think I have too many any drama to share from this week other than just, just being super tired. I'm just worn out. This week's been, it's been a busy one. It has. Going on. It's been a busy one. And uh, I'm ready for January. Yeah, I'm, I was re- I was ready for January to be over, but it's also, it felt like January lasts forever, but also it went by super fast. I don't know how I could say that, you know, how it kind of yeah. contradicts itself. Yep. But it just is. It just felt like January was long, but it's like, God, first month of 24 is already done. Yeah. I can't believe it. It's just how, it's just crazy how fast time is moving. So, um, oh, I know what I'm sure. It's all about summer already. <laughs> Trying to figure out summer camps for kids. Oh, yeah. I think we talked about that last time. Yeah, a little bit. But, uh, yeah, because yeah, we've moved to, like, well, we need to start planning our summer vacation so we can figure out when summer school has breaks and. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is the one year where my, my oldest, he's he's kind of looking forward to not going to summer school because he did summer school two years in a row. Yeah. He's kind of, he's actually got courses that he's eligible to take at this point. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, then you're out, out of courses. But um, I was like, it only helps as far as your GPA. And then I'm telling you, you'd rather be at summer school or doing summer school than having me have to get after you about doing something versus yeah. sleeping all day or, you know, watching too much TV. Yeah, so, I, uh, I mean, but no, the, the fun part so far is, um, he, uh, trying to find camps for him in regards to, uh, he's really into STEM and he's getting to that point. I don't know if you're having to go with, through this with your daughter yet, as far as like, um, meeting with counselors for junior year stuff, but, um, it, it's, it's been a battle. She doesn't want to, she doesn't want to meet with her counselors and their counselors like don't like when we were in high school, our counselors met with everybody and set up your schedule. They don't do that at our school. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, with this being a where where the kids going with it being a college prep school, it's a huge deal, and it's not like the, and they're here. The, the the thing being, it's not a it's it's not like you can choose to not go. It's mandatory. You go see your uh, yeah your counselor and uh, well and multiple times, and he'll go even more in the next two years. He'll see them a lot more. Yeah, and it, it's it's so sad for kids that are fifteen, sixteen, and it's just second semester and already you're talking about junior year and junior year at this school is already they're already talking about hey these following colleges are going to be at the school this next week please stop by and talk to people to get more information yeah and it's they're not i don't know if your daughter's getting mail yet as far as from universities or anything like that um but emails and but the problem is they email the kids school email so we can't see what colleges are recruiting him at all and all of a sudden he showed us one day he goes like it's so many of these stupid emails i was like this is the it's all across the map, and I never saw so many emails from so many schools. It was ridiculous. But I don't. Are you running into that issue too? Yeah, we're getting we're getting something in the mail probably every other day, and emails, a couple emails daily. They're sending them to our home email, oh, okay. and a lot of them are like church colleges. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. because of the camp they went to over the summer. Uh, this no, this they're place in a database. They're, they're in a database yep, somewhere. Exactly. They got and, sold. <laughs> and it's like every single Christian college has emailed us in the last two months. So, yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, it's just, it's overwhelming for a kid. Yeah. They're, they're, they're still kids. They're yeah. still kids and it's super, super overwhelming. And it feels like we can, I, I can take a step back and go, I, hey, kid, I, I get it. I, I'm, I, I was there. It's different. I know it's, it sucks because every parent says the same thing. We all went through this, blah, blah, blah. But I think it's a little different for them. This, it, it, I think we force our kids to grow up so fast because everything's so instantaneous now. Yeah. Everything's instantaneous and they don't get to... If you don't get it done, you're behind. You might get left out. All that stuff. It's just there's such a rush to do everything. Cause hell, here we are. It was January and rushing to get to summer. And you're already talking about summer vacation. It's like it'd be nice to just live life. And be like, hey, we're gonna go here. We'll we'll just make it work. And but now it's like, no, you can't do. It. You gotta get a room five yep. months in advance. You know, all that crap. So how how many points do we have for a room? Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, I feel bad for him. But then it's, it's from a camp standpoint, trying to figure out what, what to get him to do. And just there, there's university camps that the that his uh, his STEM uh, advisors are saying, hey, go take go check these out. And the cost of all those. And then the cost for the other kid to go try a camp somewhere out of state. And then the the, little, the, the one that's most important, the littlest one, needing mm. just to get out of the house and do stuff with kids. Yeah. God, the cost. But here's the funny thing, Jay. I'm gonna I'm gonna share this with you. I, and you got a great program where your kid. I think it's all done through the public school, right? Yeah. But um, they don't have that. For, and the funny thing is, I would I would entertain it as far as sending them to the public school to do something like that. But our school school district doesn't offer it. Yeah. Um. So had to. So, but her the, her school that she goes to offers a camp. And the cost is you just look at it. And you go, oh my god, oh my god. But then I did the math. And I, and I compared it to the YMCA. And I was like, the, what's the Y? Yeah. The y, it's whatever. It's the YMCA. It shouldn't be that expensive. About, what, 40 bucks more than the YMCA? Oh, wow. Plus you get, you, plus you get uh, the YMCA, you, you get one meal or the, the school one. It's breakfast, lunch, before and after care already included. And so I broke it down where if you sent them there for, and you could drop them off, I think, as early as like 7 and pick them up as late as like 5.30. Yeah. I was like, that's a full day. So I yeah. was like, that's, let's say it's an eight-hour day. And I took all the costs. Uh, it broke down close to about ten bucks an hour of babysitting. Is really no. what it turned into. That doesn't, like, that doesn't seem bad when you do age, that. That's not. That's about right. That yeah. might even be cheap. <laughs> yeah, that might even be cheap these days. So I was like, oh my god. So, well, Madeline wants to graduate high school in three years, and so she's looking at summer courses. And she took them through, not through our school district, but a different district mm-hmm. that our school accepted. Oh, and nice. they don't. Okay. They didn't have any of the courses she needs. Yeah. So she's like, well, I could do University of Missouri. Yep. We we look University of Missouri online. Yeah, five hundred dollars per course. Jay, that's that's cheap. That's cheap. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but just do you want to step into my world? You no, I I really world. don't. My office. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, so I want you. If you get sticker shock from that, that's not bad, dude. Yeah. That's not bad at all. Not bad at all. Yeah. So yeah, no, I I didn't. We haven't looked into that just yet because I was gonna let him decide if he wants to go to a camp instead. Uh, and the nice thing about the camps that we were looking at, there's even one at SLU. But the nice thing is he still has to stay on campus. Yeah, and I was like, that's a good, that's a good experience for you to go stay on campus and be on your own for a, a little bit. 
but he's kind of apprehensive about that. He's he's not interested in that part. He's like, wouldn't it be cheaper? Can't they knock the price down? I was like, they're gonna charge you the same price whether you stay on campus or come home anyway. If we did that one, so no, it doesn't matter. And if we're paying for it, you're doing it. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> So, but that's what we're, that's the, that's the, uh, that's what's going on in the household right now. It's just trying to get that all figured out. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and then, uh, the kid and the, I'll share this, uh, a little bit of a humble brag thing. His, uh, his robotics team is in the state qualifier tournament starting on Saturday. So he's on his way to their, his group or his school, they're, they're competing to go to the state finals. I oh, think, nice. So. It's the it's the nerd bowl, man. They love the nerd stuff. And oh, then, yeah. <laughs> just what the kid was into. Did you ever watch BattleBots back in the day? Oh yeah, all the time. It's so fun. It is. <laughs> I think we found it on Netflix or Hulu. Or it's on something on some streaming yeah. service of some kind. And I don't think he'd ever seen it. I was like, yeah, this. Do you remember? Was that on Comedy Central back in the day? One version of it was. I, I've. It's yeah. been on. They've had a few different versions of it, but Comedy Central okay. had it once. Yeah. The version we're watching, it's I don't know if this name is familiar. Chris Rose, does that uh, sports oh, yeah. announcer sound familiar to you? Yeah, I listened he's to his baseball podcast. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's one of the announcers on it, <laughs> and he's actually pretty entertaining on there. Yeah, and there's some characters uh, as far as the the teams that come in, and these things are pretty damn awesome, dude. They have robots that are they they have flamethrowers in them. <laughs> They're oh wow! Fire, and I was like. I know this is super nerdy, but this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> this is fun to watch. Just total destruction. So, yeah, no, it's, it's fun getting that stuff. And we're just, he just, he likes it. And we're watching that stuff. And the whole, actually the whole family got into that one. So that was kind of fun. That yeah. Was something that was fun to do. But, um, that, I don't think I got anything else as far as getting you caught up on. All so, right. Well, let's, let's dive into topics. What do you got? Did you watch the Roadhouse trailer? I did not watch the Roadhouse trailer, but I know of the Roadhouse trailer. I know that the the problem why I didn't watch it is because I've heard some things that they're not taking this as serious as the previous one, which I, I get it. The, the previous one shouldn't have been as serious as it was, but I think they're turning this almost into a comedy. I don't, I didn't get that from the trailer. Okay. Um. Right. So Jake Gyllenhaal is like a former UFC fighter that's down on his luck and becomes a, um, a bouncer at a at like a club and is i mean it, now here's my question is it still based in missouri like the original no i don't believe it is i think it's down it's down south someplace of course of course <laughs> they gotta take away stuff from missouri God. yeah that's this i blasphemy now here's the next question mm-hmm. does patrick swayze's brother make an appearance in the movie uh, i did not see him in the trailer <laughs> Because <laughs> I know he's still around. I think I think he's still around. I don't know. Um, I did and see. And then the last question no. would be, unless I don't know if he passed or not. Um, isn't it Chris? Uh, not it's um it, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott's still with us, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Now Sam Elliott going to make an appearance? I don't know. He has to. I would hope so. That'd be awesome because he's the best. I love Sam Elliott. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm aware of it. I did not watch it. So what what were your thoughts? Was this something that you would would you go to the theater to watch that movie? Probably not go to the theater for it, but as soon as it comes on streaming, I'd probably watch it. I would, yeah, hell yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I, your your bad guy in it is Conor McGregor. <sighs> yeah, but he's a, he's he's easy to hate, so that's a good bad guy, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> he's very easy to hate. Yeah, so. he didn't do very well in the trailer, so I'm not anticipating very much from him in the movie. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah, well, they're they're just taking an old product, trying to put a newer spin on it, I guess. Yeah, 
So we'll play, uh, streaming, yeah, streaming, but not in a rush to see it. By yeah. Any means, but, hey, at least it's got a fresh twist to it. Not not like Psycho shot for shot remake. So, I, just to jump around just a little bit there though, because mm. I'm looking at my screen here, I think we're for sure getting a Deadpool three trailer during the Super Bowl, right? Yes, that's what I've heard. Okay. Have, has there been anything that's come out? I think I've seen bits and pieces of stuff. I don't know what's real and what's not. Yeah, I don't know either. There's been okay. shots of Hugh Jackman in the the yellow and blue, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't really know too much. And I, I kind of want to keep it that way. Me too. I, I almost don't want to watch the trailer. <laughs> I almost want to go in as blind as I can. I, I figure this will be the, our, our teaser, so there won't be too much in it. Okay. But we might get a cameo or two in the trailer. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I want to leave all the cameos as much as possible. I who Okay, of the, of the Deadpool 3 movie... And uh, well, here let's we let, let's announce the main topic of our conversation. Let's let's do that. Yeah. Unless you have articles you want to go over first. I got, I got a couple quick things we can hit on. Okay. Let's do that. Then I'll come back to it. All right. So uh, comics, Ghost Machine number one came out. I haven't picked it up yet, but I'm going to. Okay. What's what's Ghost Machine about? That Maybe. is the uh, that was the New York Comic Con uh, comic collective that's part of Image, run by okay. it's like Jeff Johns and uh, yeah, we talked about that, didn't we? Yeah. We were talking about the, yeah, the New York Comic Con. I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see what they're going to do. So. And, but, and you did pick it up, but not read it, or you haven't picked it up? Yet? I haven't picked it up yet. I'll probably you go this weekend. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I'm looking for. I'll, I, mm, trade in library probably for me. Yeah. I, I figure I'll at least give the first one a shot. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, couple casting news. Um, another. Another person is bowed out of Thunderbolts. Yeah, who was it this time it's that bowed out? Io Edabiri. She was uh, Sydney on The Bear. Oh, she right. Okay, I bet you she has conflicts with filming The Bear. I bet. Yep, because is of that what it is because of the strike. She and they pushed everything back. She wasn't able to yeah, do the movie. Nice. She's Appar- awesome in The Bear, though. Yeah, She's so good for that role. It was. I don't think it was going to be a big role for her. From what I heard, it she was like an assistant to Val. Julie Louise okay. Dreyfus. Yeah. So. Well, still, but I, th- that's, you know, a step up in the career, having a Marvel title. That's always helpful for the career, right? Yeah. So that uh, sucks for her. Mm. Yeah. I would have enjoyed watching her. Uh, that's, that's, God, that's too big business, Steven Ewing and her. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Yes, it does. But w- we have our Supergirl. Yeah. Okay. But, so. Millie Al- Did you, Alcock. I thought you said, yeah, you and Aaron went back to try uh, House of the Dragon. We never finished it, and it's just because we haven't had time. It's something okay. It's something we want to finish and be ready for season two. And so it's the girl that before they did the age up. Right. Okay. The, that's, the, that's the, the young that's Targaryen. I know her from. I yeah. don't know her from anything else. I don't either. How do we feel about this casting? Do we hate it? Do we like it? Do we, are we indifferent? Are we just... I, I thought she did pretty good in House of Dragon, so I'm, yes. I'm optimistic. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. I, I just don't know enough about the other actresses that were up for the role to yeah be upset about it or anything like that. Well, and um, it also depends on how much she's going to be in the movie because they have so many people that are going to be in this movie. Doesn't she seem like she'd be a little too young for the role? Unless unless she's just, unless House of Dragons is just so old at this point, and how old is she now in real life? Yeah. Um, my thing is, if you want to do Supergirl correctly, unless I guess we're just. <laughs> Okay, again, 
you can be a comic book writer and artist and portray Supergirl in any manner you want in regards to aging up, aging down, I guess. Yeah. It's it's just a different artist's or artist's um rendition of her or whatever, their take on it. Right? Yeah. It's just though when I think of Supergirl from a traditional standpoint, she's supposed to be bigger well not bigger, but she's supposed to be older than Superman. <laughs> Yeah, but the more recent versions of her, starting with uh, the one that Michael Turner drew back for uh, yeah. Batman and Batman Superman, yeah, she was younger. Yeah, like I guess in the Phantom Zone, she didn't age the same way. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But I, I but she's not a little kid though. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I guess if you want to say she's a teenage hero, this girl's a teenager, so I, I'm okay. You know, I'm I'm not begrudging it. Um. Is there any is there any contingency from the Melissa Benoist camp saying that no this is our Supergirl and uh, Melissa Benoist should be cast in the role? Not that I know of. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't heard any of that. I haven't heard. I haven't seen anything on the webs about whether or not people hate this casting or not. To be honest, I I think at least in nerd culture they're giving it the benefit of the doubt because it's James Gunn. Yeah, and then I thought I saw something. Um. I'm, I'm pulling it up. I'm trying to find if there's a um, a quick hit right here, real quick that says the two the because it came down to a final two. I know that, and I'm trying to remember who it was that got beat out. And um, I heard something about the girl that got beat out is actually going to be considered for a different role in the DC universe hmm. altogether because he I guess he liked her that much that she just wasn't right for that one, but they want to find something else for her to do. Yeah. But I'm not remembering what the name was for the final two. That that happens quite a bit, though, because, I mean, like, Tom Hiddleston went out for Thor, and they didn't like him for Thor, but said, hey, you should try Loki. Yeah, Meg Donnelly? I don't, I don't know if that was the last two. So hmm. DC Supergirl casting down to its last two actresses. Uh, let, me see, let me open up this up real quick so I can give you the name of the other one. It's pretty quick because uh, uh, Millie Alcock is the one from House of Dragons. Yeah, yeah, Meg Donnelly. She was in Disney's musical Zombies, so she's a Disney kid. Yeah. Okay, I know who she is because I my kids have seen that movie. I think I'm happier okay. with what we got. Okay. Um, if you're going to go for a really Yes, if you're going to go for a younger one, to, if if she still looks like this, like I don't know how old. I guess we could look it up. She's 23. The, the, Millie Alcock is 23. No, no, the Meg Donnelly. Oh, she yeah yeah no, she's the typical Disney kid where they cast them to play a 12 year old, but they're in their 20s. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, no, she's yeah. 23 as well. Millie Alcock. They're both 23 years old. Yep. No way. Yeah. Well. Okay. But so I'm not. I don't know enough about either one of them. Don't. I'm not upset. Uh, and again, like you said, I don't think she's gonna have a super huge role. To you know, and you know what sucks though. You know what really sucks is hmm. the girl that was Supergirl in Snyder's. You know, or in the in the Flash. Yeah. In the Snyderverse. Yep. She was awesome. She, she was, was badass. I liked her portrayal quite a bit. I feel bad for her. I really do. But yeah. yeah. So we talked. Hopefully, she finds something else. Yeah, we talked a while ago about them um, using the engineer from the Authority as the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think she's going to be the actual bad guy. I think they're setting up the Authority movie. 
because that was one of the movies that they announced. Well, it would be the DC version of kind of like the um, Guardians, I guess, a, a big superhero group that no one knows very much about and trying to bring them to the forefront. Yeah. You know, you just got a weird Batman kind of guy. And I mean, he's the, I, I find him to be the, uh, Oops, sorry, hold on. I got something came up on the iPad here. He, uh, he's your biggest hitter, I think, from the whole group, right? Oh, uh, well, Apollo. He's more of the Superman analog. Okay. And, and boyfriend to Midnighter. Yeah, but no, I thought Midnighter was like the most popular one from the group. Yeah. You think Apollo's, or I guess, equal, I guess? Yeah, probably equal. So, okay. So you think that's what that, that, that whole cast is about, just trying to set up the authority? Now, are there so. members of the authorities, do you think there, are there rumors about them showing up in the Superman movie? I haven't heard anything else, just the engineer. Okay. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah. So, uh, hey, good honor. That's a big role for her. That's not too bad. Going from a, you know, a Targaryen now to Supergirl. Yeah. She she walks amongst the nerds. <laughs> yep. So I, that's all I got for news type stuff. As far as articles, uh, yeah. the nerd news. So there you go. There's your nerd news. So okay, sorry. So let's yeah, let's dive into our, our official topic of the evening. All right. The 2024 movie calendar. So I don't have anything pulled up from January since all that stuff's already come out, but let me look on my phone real quick because I have my own personal calendar of stuff I wanted to watch. Um, okay. Well, I just did a Google I did a Google search of just, you know, movies coming out in 2024. Yeah. I've got the... It just brought up a whole thing. I've got IMDb's release calendar, so I'm just going to go through and hit like the key stuff. But uh, the only thing I really saw in January that I want that was interesting was the Book of Clarence. What is the Book of Clarence? Uh, I saw trailers for it all over the place. It's like a post-apocalyptic future. Um, here we go. I'm pulling up the synopsis. Now, is this, are you going? Are you going by month? So you're saying? In, are you yeah. going by month? Where you're saying this was the one movie in January you would want to see? Yeah. Um, a down on his luck man struggles to find a better life for his family while fighting to free himself of debt. Uh, captivated by the power and glory of the rise, rising Messiah, he risks everything to carve out his own path to a divine life. Ultimately, discovering that a redemptive power of belief may be his way out. Like I said, it's like a dystopian future type movie. Almost, okay. almost feels like it's a period piece, but I don't know. I don't know. I, this can't be right. I did an IMDb search and I've done a filter of release by release date. Yeah, but it doesn't even say the release date on this. Because um, the very first thing that came up was Mortal Kombat Two, and that did not come out in January. So I don't, no. I don't even know what I'm looking at here, unless it's going in reverse order. Let me try this. Here in the. No, okay, no, this is it. I think I found the, the way to do it. I flipped it up, I think. All right. Uh, I, I, put yeah, a... I, know the bee, I know the Beekeeper came out in January. Yeah. I don't know. Jason Stratum action Ingo movies. came out already. Yeah. I think I, I think I got it in there correctly now. Okay. So I'm trying to find, because I've seen nothing but previews for this Argyle movie. Yes. That's the I first one I have I done. Okay. I know nothing about it except for the fact that Cavill's in it. Um, so it's looks like a spy movie or something like that. Yeah, it's made by Matthew Vaughn, um, who did the Kingsman movies and Kick Ass. 
Okay. Um, basically, Bryce Dallas Howard is an author that writes like romance spy novels. Okay. And one of her storylines actually plays on in real life, and Henry Cavill is the spy, and she gets pulled into it. Okay. So this sounds like a very familiar plot that we just had with like a Channing Tatum movie where yes. Sandra Bullock was the author or something like that, right? Kind of, but I think this the same movie. I think this is more action based. Okay. Um, it's got Sam Rockwell and Brian Cranston in it. That's what I was about to say. I just saw that, and I was waiting to get that in there. The fact that I see that Sam Rockwell's in this, it might be a pretty decent movie. If I'm gonna say. I know. I I <laughs> I think I really want to see it just because it seems like it's going to be a fun, yeah. kind of dumb action movie. Yeah, definitely. I don't think it's a theater-worthy movie by any means, but I will. I think I'll watch it. Yeah, Buzz Cavill's in it, and then okay, hey, just a quick hit. This Mean Girls movie—it doesn't say it's a sequel, but it's a musical or something like that. It's like a musical remake of the original, I believe. Oh Oh, Lord. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Now here's a fun. I don't know if you saw this, Lisa Frankenstein. No, I just saw this on here. A comedy I horror like the romance. Fact that the director's name is Zelda Williams. What a name! Yeah, Catherine Newton is starring in it. She's the she's the only name in it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't recognize any of those other names there. Yeah, I don't either. Okay. And then uh, followed up by that by is Madam Web. So is Madam Web a theater worthy movie for you to go check out? I don't think it is. I mean, Sony hasn't proven himself. Uh, the first Venom was fun, but everything after that. I just don't are, think I can shell out the money for it. Are we going to get a a uh, a Tom Holland cameo or um, a Venom can, cameo, you think? If anything, we'll get Venom. We probably won't get Tom Holland. Okay. Because Kevin Feige has said that like Tom Holland is 616 or whatever the movie universe is. They said 616, okay. but it's not 616. Um, but (laughs) everything that's not made by the MCU is, uh, like multiverse stuff. Okay. So this is multiverse. We could see Venom, Morbius, or, uh... That's what I was going to say. Is Morbius going to make an appearance in this? And where does that fit? Are we going to get a timeline, like a watch order? I the Sony verse. <laughs> how to watch this thing? I or don't know. Gar- I thought I I could have swore I saw something where Garfield is going to make an appearance in this. I don't know that that would be interesting. That I don't think it would be enough to pull me into the theater, but I would definitely be interested in seeing him show up. Well, and the question is, does he make a quick appearance, or is he actually an actual? You know, is he the Spider Man of this unit? He's technically the Spider Man of that universe, right? Uh, I don't know exactly. Well, I know Toby could be too. Yeah, no, it could be right. Toby. Yeah, or it could be someone that we haven't seen. Yeah, true. So I don't know. That's but it's that's the that's your first I think really really big movie of the year though. Yeah. If I'm gonna go to a movie that weekend, I'd rather go see Bob Marley One Love. Yeah, there's your first biopic of the year. Yeah. I'll probably get around to that one. Not to I wouldn't see it in the theater, but no, I'll, I wouldn't. I'll either. watch it. Yeah. Just the music alone will be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and it's an intriguing story, so I'm I'm all about watching that. Yeah. And then we have the resurgence of Sharon Stone in a movie called What About Love? Yeah. Pass. <laughs> you don't you don't you don't have this at the top of your list when you have Sharon Stone and Andy Garcia in a movie together? No, that doesn't do anything for you. Mm, maybe thirty years ago. <laughs> 
Let's see. There's not much coming out in February. No. Tell me you read this one. This is me dot 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 now. Directed by Dave Myers, starring Sofia Vergara, Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez, and Kiki Palmer. We have the coinciding with the release of her album of the same name. This narrative-driven odyssey tells the story of Jennifer Lopez's journey to love through her own eyes. Ugh. Jay's going to be first in line, buy the ticket. <laughs> God, not another lovey-dovey movie with those two in it. No! Yeah. <laughs> Geely part Geely, two. Not enough. Exactly, right? Oh, my God. Oof. Oh, boy. So, okay, I'm going to just keep scrolling here. Um, right. I, I've I, heard of Ordinary Angels. I, I don't have any desire to see it. Looks like uh, we got a dog movie coming out. Good good Lord. There's your February releases, right? Yeah. This is going to be one that I figure you might go see in the theater. I don't know how big of a Dune fan you are right now, but Dune 2, that's I, a big one coming. I will see that. Okay. In the theater? Uh, probably. We didn't make it to the first one, but, I mean, that was right end of pandemic time and they put it on yeah. HBO right when it came out at theaters. But the first one was, <laughs> it was slow, but it was really good and very faithful to the book. So I'm looking forward to the I second one. Try. I, I'm going to give it another shot to try to watch the first one again. I just, God, like you said, slow, but like painfully slow. Yes. And, and that's how the book was. I mean, I gave up on the book the first time I tried to read it. It, okay. it just clicked the second time, so that's the only reason I made it through. And then I read the sequel book, and I'm just like, I can't get any more into this universe because it's confusing and yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. So here's one I don't know if you gave any credence to, but this one, thank God the R-rated comedy is slowly making its way back, I think. Ricky Stanicki is on here. It's a And it, look, it's directed by a Farrelly. So we have one of the brothers, so one Farrelly is directing this one. And check out this cast. Zach Efron, John Cena, Andrew Santino, and Riley Styles are in it. I don't know who the last two are, unless that Andrew Santino stands familiar. Is that that redhead guy that does a podcast with uh with Bobby Lee? With Bobby Lee. Yeah. Is that who that is? Yes, that is. He's hilarious. He is. He's super funny. So just based on the fact you got Efron and Cena in it together, those two guys are pretty funny. Yeah. This sounds pretty good. This is when three childhood best friends pull a prank that goes wrong. They invent the imaginary Ricky Stanicki to get them out of trouble. 20 years later, they still use the non-existent Ricky as a handy alibi for their immature behavior. It sounds like a Peter Farrelly, just good old R-rated comedy. I'm oh, yeah. For it. I, I, I will pay for it, but man, I want to watch it. I, I'd rent it at home. Yeah, for sure. I'd, I'd be done with it. Yeah. So, those are those. And it stinks that that's how it is, but it looks like it's a Prime movie. I think it's going to be on Prime. Okay. Yeah, because I'm not seeing it on my list, and it's that's probably why. Is Roadhouse a Prime movie that's going to go straight to Prime? Yes. Okay, so yeah, it's the same thing. If you look well, at the posters, they have Prime on both. So the director of it is upset about it, too, because he wanted a theatrical release. Prime bought the rights to it and said they're going to release it there. So he hasn't done any promotion for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Gyllenhaal hasn't either, has he? I don't think so, but like when they do the premiere, he's not the director's not going. Yeah, okay. Well, Roadhouse is the one right below that. So uh, again, ex UFC middleweight fighter ends up working at a rowdy bar in the Florida Keys is where this one's taking place. Okay. Yeah, the remake of the Swayze version that took place in Jasper, Missouri. Start Sam Elliott. That's damn right. Start Sam Elliott. Mm-hmm. But bring him back. <laughs> they need to. So, all right, I'll let you. What's the next one that catches your eye? I've been taking. I've been just been catch 
doing the ones that catch my eye. Yeah, my list doesn't have those direct to streaming ones. Um, okay. I'm going down. I mean, March 22nd, Ghostbuster Frozen Empire. Yeah, I saw that. That's there's one right before that. I did, I want to get your take on it. Okay, you'd be interested in it at all. Uh, Godzilla and Kong, the the new Empire. I we'll, we'll probably see that. Probably not in the theater, but. No, and I, I've I've been okay with the more recent Kong and Godzilla. Stuff. Like Kong, Kong Skull Island was my most favorite of the recent ones. Yeah, but um, the, you know Godzilla versus Kong that was kind of fun. Yeah, I, 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 but the problem I have not seen. I've heard nothing but amazing things. It's, it's like Godzilla minus one or, minus, or yeah. something like that. Have you heard? It? Yeah, and that's see that one. I've heard it's really good. And that's not part of the like current run of them. It's made by oh, Toho, not. who made the original movies. Okay, well, I'll be interested in that one. That, that was one I meant to mention last week as I had not seen yet. So it's, it, that is high on my list of things to see. Um, the, the new one, I do want to see it, though. Okay. So, but yeah, Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire. The last one was okay. I liked that McKenna Grace. She's, she's a great actress. She's, she's fun. And Paul Rudd was great in it, too. Yeah. Paul Rudd's always good in whatever he's in. So, yeah, I'd be okay with that. Uh, it's a blind spot. I haven't seen it. We were gonna see oh, it as it? we were gonna see it as a family, and my aunt took Madeline to see it, and we just never got around to watching it. Yeah, it's it's not it's not by by all means it's not the best, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I got one I want to I want to mention here real quick. Okay, because I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I was like, no way, that's ridiculous. It's a movie called Peter Five Eight. Hmm. And I'm gonna tell you the very first star of the movie. And I can't believe that I'm seeing it. Kevin Spacey is in this movie. I thought he was done, and yet here we see that he's in the movie. And it's, he's in it with Rebecca De Mornay. <laughs> so I, I want to like, oh. say it's a foreign film that Five, no that no U.S. Good? studio has given him a shot yet, but he people in Europe are okay with it. Well, they did house, what's his name? Uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, the, the one director. Um, God, I can't even think of his name, dude. Uh, Polanski, Roman Polanski. Yeah. That's what we're thinking of. They're gonna they're gonna be accepted of that guy. I guess they'll accept Spacey there. Yeah, um, but hey, here here's one here's one I missed. Uh, March fifteenth, there's Arthur the King with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the dog one I said earlier. I just went by it though. Okay. That that was, yeah, because it's an adventure racer adopts a stray dog and Arthur join him in an epic endurance race. Oh. Um, they're gonna they're gonna pull your heartstrings with the uh, I call that the Milo Notice kind of movie. Yeah, <laughs> or the or the Homeward Bound. That's, I, your, that's your Homeward Bound movie. With the I, I thought Mark Wahlberg was doing a King Arthur movie. No, no, no. no. I, that's no, the no. first thing, of course, that crossed my mind too when I saw. It. But no, I, I saw that the dog was on the poster. I was like, ah, no, here we go. Yeah. And then I think okay, we reached the very first movie. We've gone through quite a bit. There's only one. I've now finally reached. I don't know what the release date is on it. Okay. But uh. Spider-Man, uh, Beyond the Spider-Verse. That is a theater-worthy movie for my family. We will all go see that one. Yeah, we will too. They don't have a release date for it yet. It's they don't have it. No, okay. it's not on any calendars yet. I don't. Well, I don't far, know why. As either. far as on the list of uh, how IMDb is putting it, uh, if they're estimating that's when it's going to come out, that'd be the first one. But then, yeah, the the funny part being the, the very next one down. I kind of want to see it, but it's missing an actor. I think that should be in it. The next one is called The Fall Guy. Yeah. That's that Gosling one. Yes. But why would I see this? It makes me think of MacGruber. <laughs> MacGruber should be in this. <laughs> I, think uh, he, I just see it. I think they need to do that justice and put him in there. But I know they won't. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me sad that they won't. Um. But yeah, the, it's got Gosling, Blunt, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson's in it. Yeah. It, it, 
No, not theater, but I would. Wa- I want to watch it. I-, I think I would enjoy it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. And then the, I don't know if you've been seeing the clips on Facebook about this, but this movie's been on. It's been on every single reel I've seen lately. Uh, Monkey Man. Have you been seeing the reels on that? No, I haven't. Uh, Dev Patel, uh, director and star of it, and it's I think. Okay, I heard produced uh, by Jordan Peele. He's uh, he's involved somehow. I heard Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard talking about it on the latest Fat Man. It, so is it out? No, it's not. Okay, but I guess maybe they got to go see it, at, you know, as an early or like a premiere or something like that. Uh, I think a trailer for it came out, and they were okay, talking about gotcha. it. Yeah, no, I've seen that. I've seen the clips on Facebook. I don't know if it's an official trailer. If I'm just seeing little bits of clips here and there, but yeah, I'm down with it. Yeah, based off of what Dave said, yeah, I, sounds like it'd be right up my alley. Yeah, because the anonymous young man unleashes a campaign of vengeance against corrupt leaders who murdered his mother and continues to systemically victimize the poor and powerless. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, the, the poster's really cool. I don't know if you see a picture of the poster. I like the poster. Um, and then uh, we got the first Omen, so we're still trying to work with the Omen franchise. Yeah, this is one that I I'm surprised. I, I'll let you, you name your next one that you're looking forward to, and I'll see if you say it. This uh, one I really want to see. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, May 10th. Okay, yeah. So you skipped way ahead. So let me let me okay. mention this one real quick. Let me put this on your radar. Okay. okay. Civil War. Okay. A twenty four product. A twenty four production. Okay. An Alex Garland movie. Um, and it's got uh, Kirsten Dunst in it. I could have swore her husband's in it with uh, Jesse Plemons, I think, is in it. Uh, an adrenaline-fueled thrill ride, thrill ride through a near-future fracture America balanced on a razor's edge. So A24 going, yeah, America's completely divided right now. And yeah. That's what it would look like. I'm like, bring on the carnage, bring on the chaos, bring on the crazy. And it's got Alex Garland involved. Um, yeah, sign me up. Now, am I going to pay for it in theater? I wish I was that guy that would go see and support a movie like this. Cause it's the same as iron claw. I would yeah. love to pay and support a movie like iron claw, but I just never got around to it. I would never get around to go and see this, but while I watch it as soon as I can, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Especially with Alex Garland involved. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds interesting. I, I would check it out when it comes out on streaming. Let's see. <laughs> There's a movie called hit pig. Interesting. That ones. But yeah, King, sorry, and the King of the Planet of the Apes is, is just a few more down from there. Yeah. And definitely down for that one. I, I'm all for this franchise. I love the franchise. Oh, yeah, it's been really good. Now, here's the question is, um, so is, is at this point, I would say Caesar's not in the movie any longer, correct? I thought See, he, his reign would be done. He died at the end of the last one. So yeah, okay, I'm reading the, here it is. And then this Many one takes... The of Caesar. A young ape goes on a journey that leads him to question everything he's been taught about the past. Okay. Yeah, so I, I think this one takes place like 300 years after the last one. Gotcha, okay. So who's taking over with the mocap? Who's gonna, so since we can't have circus do it, who's taking over that part? I don't know. Um, hmm. I mean, it's got Freya Allen, Kevin Durand, William H. Macy, and Deitch and Lachman. I don't know. The only one name I recognize is William H. Macy. Uh, Kevin Durant played the blob in X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, that guy. Okay. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Well, he's not going to be he, He's not going to be the circus kind of guy in that. That's no, he's no, he's probably going to be the big enforcer, the the Ving Rhames. Yeah, I could see that, yeah. Yeah. 
So okay, let's just. Uh, I guess we keep going down the list here. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think I could care. I don't have any care in the world about Furiosa, Mad Max Saga. I, I do want to see that, but the week before that is uh, If with Ryan Reynolds and John Krasinski. Oh, it's it's his thing, and he is Krasinski, and Krasinski's in there with him, and yeah. Carell's in it too. Yes. Ah. That looks really good. A young girl who goes through a difficult experience begins to see everyone's imaginary friends who have been left behind as their real life friends have grown up. Interesting. Yeah. It's almost like. Well, what are this movie? No, I guess it can't be like that. No, I'm trying to think of a imaginary. <laughs> is, is this a reimagining of Drop Dead Fred? I like... was just going <laughs> to ask you that. Because <laughs> we'd probably be the only two that could probably summon up that movie right now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, that sounds. It, it, are you? Is that theater worthy for you? It could be. I mean, hmm. it it would be theater worthy if we just wanted to go to the theater and there, we've seen everything else. Yeah, I hear you. It looks. Yeah, it can, Krasinski as a director, he's starting. I I think you know as yeah. far as um. I don't know. I'd be interested. Yeah. Okay. All right, what's next on your list? Um, I do want to see Furioso. I'm I'm curious about it. Um, after that, uh, probably the ballerina. Yeah, which I read something else earlier about that on my Google search. Mm-hmm. They, they're calling this the sixth chapter of the John Wick story. I'm guessing they're counting the Continental, the TV show, as the fifth chapter. I guess so. I haven't watched it yet, though. But Keanu's making an appearance. So is the ballerina a... A prequel to Chapter Four does it take place simultaneous to Chapter Four? I don't where, know. Where does this fit in on the timeline? Is what I want to know because also Lance Reddick is in it. Yeah, so I, he was at least able to make his appearance before he passed. Yeah, I I don't know because I'm still behind on those movies because we haven't seen three yet. So oh, dude, you got to watch them. Oh, I think I know. three is on Netflix or something like that. Yeah. Recently, I thought I saw. So yeah, get get your homework done, man. Come on. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Inside Out Two. Do you have that on your list of maybe wanting to see that? Maybe, but my kids aren't into that stuff anymore, so we probably won't yeah. see it until at least until super. She's super into Inside Out too, and she will definitely. She's super, super into Despicable Me, so we'll definitely see number four. Yeah. No, um, no, this can't be right. Which one? They're doing another another Hellboy movie. Um, Hellboy, the Crooked Man. It follows. Uh, Hellboy and a rookie BPRD agent as they get stranded in the 1950s rural Appalachia. I don't know. I haven't seen anything about it. It's not on the list I'm looking at. I'm yeah. wondering if it's maybe animated. Oh, okay. Poss- I, there's no picture of it, like as far as a poster. Yeah. So maybe you're right. Okay. It could be, maybe. Yeah, because I, I actually, know. with Inside Out 2 that weekend, I have Bad Boys 4 down. Oh, I, yeah, I didn't mention it because I could care less. Yeah. I don't even think I saw three. Wait a second. How are we going to do Bad Boys 4 and I don't see Martin Short in the, the stars? Or Martin Lawrence? Or Martin Lawrence, I'm sorry. What I, I said Martin Short. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was dumb. Martin Lawrence. How, is he not in the movie? I guess not. Yeah, he's not listed there. Then it's not Bad Boys. Call it something else. <laughs> it's not Bad Boys movie. You don't have him in there. Bad Boy. <laughs> bad Boy. <laughs> Oh Lord! Okay, and I'm seeing a Quiet Place Day One, so we're yeah. The, the Quiet Place universe is turning into a whole thing. Yeah, I, I guess so. Quiet Place universe. Okay. Yeah, haven't seen any of them. Now here's my okay. I'm gonna go ahead and list your next one that you said that you that's a, that you're eyeballing because this is one. Ah, this is gonna be hard. Oh, I don't know. 
Maybe on July 19th, Twisters. Twisters is coming out. I have no desire to see it. I could care less, to be honest with you. So there's one that you missed, and I don't okay. know if it comes out before or after it. we got Beverly Hills Cop, Axel F. Okay. It's a, and it's a Netflix movie. So yeah. Since it's Netflix, I don't have to pay for it in theater. Day one movie for me, because check who, dude, Kevin Bacon and Joseph Gordon-Levitt are both in it with Ooh, him. And nice. Judge Reinhold's coming back. And, yeah. and they have the original right now on there. Oh, they do? Yeah. So they're, they're ramping up to it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, I lo- are how Do you enjoy the, the, the franchise? At least the first one. First two. First two, yeah. I, first, I don't I know. The first two. God, I don't even know if I saw the third one. Now, is my boy Balky going to be in it? Ooh. That's big. He's got it. <laughs> He's got to be in it, right? Yeah. No, I don't know. So he finds himself drawn back to the op- the uh, opulent environs of Beverly Hills to investigate the un- ulti- I'm sorry, the untimely demise of a longtime confidant. So the, who plays the bad guys? Bacon the bad guy? Is Gordon Levitt the bad guy? Who who's gonna play the bad guy in it? Well, I don't think Kevin Bacon could play a bad guy ever again since he's an Earth hero. So Joseph Gordon Levitt. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm definitely gonna yeah, I definitely want to see that one. That one will def- I will I will be seeing. Yeah. Who's going to want to go see Twisters? I think it's going to get a little nostalgia. Okay. Um, Maybe curiosity if Helen Hunt's going to show up. Actually, you know what? As a 4D movie, Mm -hmm. as a 4DX, like where you get the wind and the rain and all that stuff, that might be an experience to go see if you had, but we, I don't think we have one of those around here. Do we? No, I don't think so. I think Chicago is the closest one. I bet you that's how it would go. That would be worth it, I think. If we could go see it like that, like, yeah. it would be a fun event thing to see. I don't think the movie's going to be any good, but it would be a fun event. I, I would see it once it's on streaming. I'm not going to go to the theater for it. Okay. All right. Uh, what's next on your list? Deadpool 3. Deadpool 3. And I've already forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, as far as the rumored cameos, who's the one that you're most looking forward to? Ah. <sighs> I would love to see Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine. That would be awesome. Yeah. And they got Jennifer Garner listed on here, so I'm guessing Electra's for sure in the movie. I, I've heard that, and they have Marina Bakarin listed too, so Vanessa's back. She's coming back, yeah. Maybe maybe um, she'll have shape-shifting powers. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know. I don't know who I'm looking for. I think I think my answer is who I really hope makes an appearance is X-23. Yeah. I do want to see, I want to see her. Daphne Keene's supposed to be in it, so... Okay. That would no. be who. That would be, yeah. No, be fun. there's there's one movie. better than that. Who you got? Dolph Lundgren. As Punisher, though. Yes. That's a rumor. Or is it for real? I, I, and if you've been in a Marvel movie, you're rumored to be in this movie. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. I guess that's how. That, I guess that's pretty smart on their part. Name every single one, and then you don't know what to believe, what's real and what's not. Yeah. Yeah, could, I guess that's pretty smart. Could you imagine having like an old Dolph still being the Punisher in the, in whatever universe he's in? I think you and I would be the only two people in the theater that would jump up out of our seats and just go glorious. Yeah, <laughs> his return is glorious. What it is. I, everybody would probably look at us like, who is he? <laughs> and we'd be like, shut your face, blasphemer. <laughs> Especially if he has the remote control car with the whiskey on it to try to get oh, microchip yeah. back. And then, of course, no, no, this is Deadpool 3. It's going to be Dolph naked in the sewer, dude. Come Ugh. on. And it's going to be, it's going to be Ryan Reynolds naked right next to him, wearing nothing but the mask. 
He, he's right. going to, and it has to be that. And it's going to be Dolph sitting there with the knife, kind of like yep. mending his wounds. And yes. Deadpool's going to be like, <laughs> why are you doing that? It's like, oh, it's the plus. Look at the plus. <laughs> Something like that. Oh. What do you mean you don't do that naturally? I will, I will still like the movie if the movie's good, but I will be disappointed if our scene's not in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Marvel, call us. Call us. We'll work cheap. We'll work cheap. <laughs> I just want to see my name on the scroll. I just want to see my name. That's all. That would be an easy reshoot. I'm just saying. <laughs> easy. Easy reshoot. No no harm, no foul. Right yeah. <laughs> so, all right. What you got next on your list? Um... I don't know what this is, but Borderlands with uh, Bobby Lee. Is it the yeah, video that's, game Borderlands? That's, video, uh, that's video game. Yeah, video game adaptation. An action movie. I never with... played the game, so I don't have any. I have no. I have no. You know, attachment to it. Yeah. Well, Eli Roth is the uh, writer and director. He's, he's directing it, and it's got Kevin Hart in it too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to Kevin Hart later. I, I have no clue. I have no clue. I don't know anything about it to know if I would care about it or not. Okay, I don't know what to think of this cast because I'm seeing Bobby Lee, Kevin Hart, Jack Black in an action movie. I don't oh, Jack know. Jack Black's in it too. Yeah, Jack Black, uh, Kate Blanchett. Um, just looking That's for. Not, I see Kate Blanchett, Ariana. I don't know who's Ariana Greenblatt. I don't know. Who's no clue. Jamie Lee Curtis. As Lori from Halloween, she's going to be there. Or no, yeah. gonna, the scene in the movie where she shows him her award on her desk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, All right. Um, so, I'd say right, next one next after one that. I see here that's recognizable. Yeah, go ahead. Alien Romulus. No, you missed. Uh, and, uh, but again, I don't know if my order is correct or yours is not. Yeah. Uh, Craven the Hunter is on here. Uh, I think that comes out a little Which bit. I, don't I think, think that's that theater worthy. No, oh God, no! That's a couple weeks after. Yeah. Okay. August thirtieth is what uh, I'm showing. Uh, Beetlejuice two, that one's on here. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about this one. I think I'll watch it at some point, uh, but I, we will too. Um, because we just showed just the, we just showed the kids the first one around Halloween yeah. and. The girls all went and saw the show at the Muni, or no, uh, the Fox. Gotcha. Okay. So, we'll we'll probably yeah, see. Yeah, no, it. my girls they they like they like the movie, so I think they would be interested in something like that. But yeah, I just I don't know. Yeah. Um. After that is uh Transformers One. It's an animated movie though, and it's Chris Hemsworth as Optimus Prime. Ooh, interesting. So uh, Prime's gonna have an Australian accent. Nice. <laughs> But it's not Peter Cullen. I know that's that's blasphemy. So no, thank you. Yeah, but no, I'll watch it. I, I, it straight to Netflix kind of thing, I guess. I don't. It's it's listed on the theatrical calendar, so I'm guessing. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. John Hamm, well, Keegan Michael Key, Scarlett Johansson. Um. Here's the next thing on the list. I don't. This I cannot spend money in the theater to watch this, and I, I just don't know anything. Because <laughs> I've heard it's almost like a musical. Uh, Joker, Foley, Adieu. Yeah. I just don't. I don't care. I don't think I care enough. I will probably wait till streaming. That the first one was good, 
it's not your typical yeah. comic book movie, but Joaquin Phoenix did really well. Oh, I've seen well the first one. I, I saw the original uh, Joker. Did you? Yeah, okay. he did great, but I just, Jay, I don't know about this. Yeah. Hmm? Lady Gaga is Harley. I just, uh, I'm struggling with it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. They'll come out and there'll be, there'll be people that love it for sure, regardless. And yeah. There'll be people that's like, I don't, I don't even know what I just watched. I feel like that's what's going to be. It's going to be like, I have no clue what I just looked at. Yeah. I um, found another one here. One. Uh, Here's one in September um, called Wolves, d- uh, written and directed yeah, by John Watts. Yeah. Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Amy Ryan. Two lone wolf fixers are assigned the same job. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah, Pitt and Clooney together, right? Yeah. John Watts what makes happens. good uh, movies, so. And then, of course, I have Crow on here right after that one. Yeah. Right, yeah, I know. But it says a modern reimagining of the beloved character. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, you, you're you a huge fan of the... Uh, I have never still need to read the original source material, guys. I like the I like the one we had. I yeah, we really need to keep trying to do this one, but we're gonna get it, I guess, some point. Yeah, does it still have Jason Momoa listed? No, no, Bill Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Um. Here's the one I have. Here, I'm gonna mention one real quick. But I want to skip over that one. Okay. There's, it's just plot under wraps. Red one. It's gonna have The Rock and Chris Evans. I thought those two teaming up might be okay. Yeah. But not by any means do I want to see in the theater. This is the one that I'm most up in the air about. Okay. Because I don't know who's the actual star of the movie, and I don't think we needed it, but we're getting it whether we want it or not. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's, Gladi- it's Gladiator 2. Yes. I'm going That's to it. assume whoever Paul Mescal is is going to be the son. Because he, it, it follows Lucius, the son of Maximus. Um, so it takes place after his death. And I, I don't see Russell Crowe in here at all. I no. I'm going to make flashback appearances or anything like that. Um, but Connie Nielsen's in there. Yeah. So she's making a reoccurring. Uh, she's a reoccurrence. I don't know who Pedro Pascal is supposed to be, but he's in it. And then you got Denzel Washington in it. So I was like, ooh. Yeah. Ridley Scott in it. You know, Ridley Scott and Denzel teaming up. I'm okay. I'm good with that. Yeah. And Pedro's awesome. I so, just don't think we needed a Gladiator 2 movie, though. Yeah. Especially this far afterwards. Yeah. Um, there are a couple you missed that I just wanted to see what you thought. Oh, sorry. Yep. Um, Saw 11. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy you brought that up because I did pick up Saw 10 from the library and Jen and I tried to watch it. Yeah. I fell asleep and she watched a little bit more than I did. And I go, do we need to like restart from the pot, the part where I fell asleep? She's like, I don't think so. I think this is pretty dumb. And I was like, oh, cause it, yeah, not good. Yeah. Saw 10. Very bad. <laughs> well, Getting us all 11. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> the um, franchise that won't die. There's Smile 2. Smile's really good. Did you okay. watch Smile? No, I never did. Smile's actually really good. It's got uh, Bacon's daughter in it. Okay. I liked it a lot. Okay. Not not the not that it's the best horror movie ever made. And it's not like something you need to rush and go watch like right now. Yeah. But if you find yourself in the mood for a, a somewhat horror movie, I, I think it gave me a couple jump scares. Okay. And it was also pretty creepy. So yeah. I, I enjoyed it for being a decent horror movie that was a little bit more original. Something that we hadn't seen yet. So that's why I appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, And then there's Terrifier 3, which has Chris Jericho listed on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So here's my problem with the Terrifier movies. 
I wish they weren't what they are, but they are. <laughs> they yeah. are what they are. And I know me saying it that way was weird, but I've, I've used the term torture porn before. It's, it's yeah. just over the top. It's too much for me. I can't stomach it. Um, it, it but it is, that's what the movie is intended to do. It's for the people that enjoy that kind of movie, which I don't know why people are drawn to that. Yeah. Um, the character of the clown, Art the Clown, he's really scary looking. I wish they, they, they just didn't make it as, the way it is but this is b-level gore is what it is it's bad that way and i, but I understand why they made a third one because the first two are just soup they've got a cult following yeah this is a cult movie is what it is yeah um i don't think i would ever give an I, I never got through the second one i never got through the first one i tried both couldn't get through them but i'm not surprised that there's a third one yeah um and then venom 3 is supposed to be coming out too yeah, I saw that. I still need to see the second one. Yeah, me too. Now, here's something I'm really interested in. Okay. Really interested in. It would be uh, the animated version of Lord of the Rings, The War of Rohan. Yes. Um, I'm seeing Brian Cox as a voice actor, Miranda Otto. Um, the untold story behind Helm's Deep, uh, hundreds of years before the Faithful War, telling the life and blood-soaked times of its founder, Helm Hammerhan, the King of Rohan. So, yeah. Definitely yeah. want to see this. I think that's going to be awesome. I'm going to assume that's probably straight to to Prime, right? Uh, no, it looks like it's theatrical. Really? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, my brother-in-law, he's a he's an even bigger nerd, uh, Lord of the Rings nerd than I am. And I'm I'm still upset at myself that I never watched the the uh, prequels in the theater. I just enjoy those so much. I the, really do. Uh no, I I did not like them. I liked them a lot. They, I did. I thought they were great. Have you read the book? I mean, I I, I read yeah. As far as the Hobbit, yes, yeah, the Hobbit. But it's they they extended it and they added more in it than it needed to. Yeah, that that was my so, problem with it. They added too yeah. much. I thought was unnecessary. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I, if you're a purist of it and you just wanted them to use the book as a source material, I, I get that. I yeah. Totally get it. Um, now, I I see Incredibles three on here. Interesting. Are we supposed to have an Incredibles 3 movie? Apparently. And from what I hear, it's another Brad Bird movie, so... A Return to Glory for Pixar? Maybe. Dot, 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 question mark? <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. I'd be down for that. Yeah. It's, that's going to be hard, man. That's go, That's got high expectations for me, then. It's going to be way too high expectations, because... He knocked out of the park with the first two. Yeah, I don't know how you're gonna come back and knock it out of the park with the third one. Uh, they know. did it. They did it with Toy Stories, though. I know. I know. You're not wrong. Yeah. Now here, how about how do you feel about this one? Mufasa, the Lion King, Simba having become the king of the prime, is determined for his cub to follow in his paw prints while he while the origins of his late father Mufasa are explored. Are explored. Sorry. So Seth Rogen's returning as a voice. You got Billy Eichner returning as a voice. I'm going to assume that this is not anim. No, it, it does. It's animation. Yeah. So they're, they're doing this as animation, but they're using the voice of Seth and Billy, Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner, who did the live action of Timon and Puba. Yeah. So I guess they're bringing them in. How do you feel about this one? I'm not going to watch it. Nothing? No? Nothing? No, okay. probably not. Okay. And then I got, I got, uh, let's keep going here. Cause I, this one is intriguing to me. Nosferatu. Yes. William Defoe. Here's why it's it's intriguing yet I hate it already. You know why I hate this movie already, Jay? Guess well, who the director of it is? Who is it? Robert Eggers is the director of this movie. Now, do you remember what Robert Eggers is the director of? Oh God. 
Not off the top of my head, no. Robert Eggers is your director of The Witch. Yeah, and okay. The Northman. So the guy that I can't stand that gets paid to make movies and makes the worst, most dull, most long, most boring movies ever is still continuing to get work. But check out this cast. Uh, Willem Dafoe, Aaron Taylor Johnson, and Nicholas Holt are all yeah. in it. So Holt's going back to the, the vampire well there. And William Defoe, was he not in the uh, Shadow of the Vampire where he was in the Nosferatu where they showed you the making of Nosferatu? Mm. I could have swore he was in that movie. And I thought he was actually nominated for an Oscar for that. He might have been. I don't remember, though. I'm pulling, I'm pulling it up, Jay. I'm pulling All it up. right. Does and Nicholas Holt play Renfield again? Well, it's Nosferatu. It's not Dracula. So I don't know who was uh, in that one. Oh, that's but, true. But uh, I'm trying to find here... Our boy, Willem Dafoe, who's been in so many freaking movies, it's probably going to take me a while to find this one. I don't know. I don't know how old this movie is that I'm thinking of. God. Willem Dafoe and John Wick, the first one. What a what a role for him. Yeah. Oh, and while I'm scrolling here, just random while I'm scrolling, John Carter. Did you ever watch John Carter of Mars? No. The one that was, you never saw that? I, no. That's a, that's a blind spot for me. I kind of want to see it. I've heard, the only good thing I've heard is from a family member I don't trust. Uh-oh. Family member you don't trust? Yeah. Your mom? No. no. <laughs> oh, good Lord. No, my, my mom knows good movies. She saw Pulp Fiction with me in the theater back in 94. Nice. And it's not Cirque du Freak, the Vampire's Assistant. Talk about an awful movie. Ugh. Never saw it. Where is, where is this movie? I, I'd probably have an easier time if I just actually typed in Willem Dafoe vampire movie. Let me do it. Hold on. That's one of the faster. While, while you're doing that, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 3 comes out the same weekend as Mufasa. My daughter would want, Hey, look at me. God, I'm good. Look at that. Yep, Shadow of the Vampire. All right. Independent period vampire mystery film directed by Elias Merhaig and written by Stephen Katz. The film stars John Malkovich and Willem Dafoe. Okay. What was that? Shadow late 90s? 2000. 2000. Release date. Okay. Yep. yep. It's uh, the filming of Nosferatu is hampered by blah, blah, blah. Um, so, yep. I don't know if you ever saw I, I think I remember seeing it. I remember it was weird. Um, let me bring up the full description so I can read the whole thing to you if it gives me that. Yeah, here you go. Uh, it's hampered by, okay. The filming of Nosferatu is hampered by the fact that star Max Shrek is taking the role of vampire far more seriously than it seems humanly possible. So I'm guessing there was some controversy around the filming of the movie with uh, Max Shrek. Yeah. He was the original the Jared Leto. I guess so. Something like that. Man, one of these days we're going to do a Willem Dafoe filmography. This oh, guy. He's done so much. He's done so. I mean, come on. His role in Finding Nemo. Come on. Sharkbait. Hoo ha ha. Come mm-hmm. on. Look at this guy. Willem Dafoe. He's almost he's like the. Treasure. He's almost like the Christopher Walken that's never said no to a movie. <laughs> right. Let's see. What about how do we feel about Mortal Kombat 2? A follow up to the remake or the reimagining or re- redo of uh, Mortal nah. Kombat that we saw a couple of years ago? Nah, I don't know if I'd go see it in the theater like we did the first one, but I it, it was fun it enough. It was this the most recent one was okay, but yeah. what, what, does this change your mind at all when I tell you that Mortal Kombat 2 has Carl Urban in it? As uh, Johnny Cage. Is he Johnny Cage? Really? Yeah. Is that who he's playing? Yeah. Nice. Okay. I'm cool with that. Yeah. That, I don't know. That scores the points. Yeah. You know, maybe. Uh, let's see here. So I've, I've jumped into 2025. There's two movies here. 
If you've already jumped into 25, oh no, let me see if I got anything else here. Hold on, don't go to 25. Okay. I don't even know where I'm at in 20. I don't even know if these are. You're, you're, toward, you're, you're in December, so towards the end of the I year. I am? Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Go ahead. What you got? All right. So the first one is Paddington in Peru. Did you ever see Paddington 2? No, I never seen Paddington or Paddington Two. Are these right. my blind? These are blind spots. I need to uh, correct very quickly. I don't know, but wasn't it on uh, unbearable weight of massive talent that they talked about how awesome Paddington Two was? I've heard nothing but ama- I've heard that that is a beloved movie. It's amazing. I heard I, it's really, really good. I've after watching Unbearable Talent, I'm like, I kind of got to see this to see what they're talking about in it. Okay. Right. So, All right, what's the, what was that other one that you had that you looked at? You like, okay, I gotta definitely see this one. Man, it's not one I have to see, but Megan two point oh. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I'll check that. One. I will never pay for the theater, but I'll watch yeah. It. But I thought you. Were, I thought you were gonna get, go old guard too. No, the girl Charlize. <laughs> Is that on for twenty twenty four? It's it's. I'm telling you, yeah. It, it, I did not mention Maxine, which is a follow-up to that whole X uh, series with uh, Mia Goth. Yeah, that's the one I told you. But that's my that's my biggest introduction to uh, David Cornsweet. So yeah, that's why that kind of rings a bell for me. Um, Bioshock. I can't believe they're trying to make a, a movie based on that game. That game is long, and I still ha- I kind of gave up on it because it just got too long. It got almost impossible. Yeah, but I I was gonna hope that you said this one. It's in pre-production already. My boy Keanu. Starring in Berserker, bringing the comic to life. Nice. And I know you weren't a fan, but you were not a fan of the comic very much. Though. Um, it it was okay, but it it wasn't something that like I'm gonna give up after one trade. I'm gonna tell you this much: that I love Keanu. I would support Keanu. I hope the movie does well. I hope it's a good adaptation. Yeah, I'm down with it. Oh no, no, we're gonna live action Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, I saw something about that. Yeah. No, I don't need it. Now here you go. I don't know how far we are on this one, but check it out, my friend. Salem's Lot. We talked about that though. I thought. Yeah. Week, didn't we? Yeah. Because it's got our boy Lewis Pullman in it. Yeah. And we now know that Lewis Pullman is the son of Bill Pullman. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> I'm down with that. Yeah, I'd like. I, I want to see that. But that's not a movie. That's a miniseries. I think. I think that should be done as a miniseries. Yeah, but I mean, if a movie like Oppenheimer can be three hours, they could make that to a three-hour movie. Yeah. yeah, I guess you're right. Rush Hour 4? We're going to Rush Hour 4? Oof. No, don't go you. Come on. I don't know. Jackie Chan, team back up. Come on. Oh, there was one that you didn't mention. Where'd it go now? They're doing a new Karate Kid movie. Yeah, I, I went past it because I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care about that one. Man. Well, it's got Ralph Macchio with Jackie Chan. Yeah, they're I, they're I merging worlds. A little bit interesting. Hold on. Oh God, they're doing a remake of Three Men and a Baby Jay. Oh no. Are they going to have uh, the ghost in the background? I have no idea. <laughs> now, hey, I thought this movie was dead in the water. I thought Star Wars Rogue Squadron was dead. Ah, uh, yeah, it's supposed to be. Because uh, Lego. Bob, uh, what's her face? What's her face said it wasn't going to work out with her schedule. Patty Jenkins. Yeah. yeah. Now, hey, I think this will be the last one I mentioned because I think we're getting way too far ahead. Although, hey, I just saw this Baby Driver too. Down for that. Ooh, that. yeah. Um, but he's in but jail. That's so far out, I think. But no, hey, 
here's one. I don't know if this is just a, a, a guilty pleasure of mine, mm-hmm. but I am one of the biggest Clue fans you'll ever meet. I love the movie Clue. Oh, it's good. I think I, I, I unabashedly, I will die in a hill fighting for that movie. I love it. And the fact that I could possibly be getting a remake with Ryan Reynolds and Jason Bateman, the fact that you put Bateman in it, oh. I am more than sold. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> and I'm trying to think, who does Reynolds play, and then who does Bateman play? Oh. Now, is Reynolds is, is, is Reynolds our, uh, our Wadsworth, or is Bateman our Wadsworth? That's what I need to know. Who's Ooh, playing that's, Wadsworth between those two? That's a tough one. Because, the, I, I mean, if you do it from a, a comedy standpoint, I'm trying to think, Ryan Reynolds might be Mr. Green, maybe? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but I'd be interested. I can see Clue. Ha- Who else would you put in Clue? That, maybe we'll do that as a project. Let's cast Clue. <laughs> a reimagining of, of a recent Clue. I have a feel. I feel like John Krasinski's got to be in Clue somehow. I don't know why, but I feel like John Krasinski might need to be in it. He, he could probably pull off the Colonel. Possibly, possibly, maybe, maybe, mm, possibly a. a Professor Plum, maybe or no? I might have to recast. Uh, Christopher Lloyd is still with us. He's yeah. coming back as Professor Plum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could do it. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm down for that movie, man. Yeah, I gotta go find this. Uh, oh whoa, hey, they're doing a Metal Gear Solid movie with Oscar Isaac. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting indeed. Yeah. Okay. God, we're so far ahead. We went we went way past 2024. Yeah. Man. So okay, let, let, let's follow this up with a. Um, what is the the top three? Or your top three? These are the ones I got to see in twenty twenty four. All right, can you do that real quick? Yeah, um, easily number one, Deadpool three. Okay. Um, probably because we've just been so into them, uh, Planet of the Apes. Okay. Um. After that. I don't know. Like, if sounds appealing, ballerina sounds appealing. Uh oh. Even though we don't have a date for it, probably Spider Verse. Okay, that was gonna be Deadpool three, Spider Verse. Those are my one and two. Yeah, and I'm gonna throw in a. Uh, I was gonna throw in that A twenty four movie, Civil War. Okay, I that one. I I want to just throw something in there a little different. Although now that I'm reading what Transformer one is about. Mm-hmm. Jay, this has got to be a theater one, and hell, yeah! Origin story set on Cybertron. We're getting a movie set on Cybertron. Let's go. Let's do this. Ooh, I, yeah. I don't know anything about Josh Cooley though. I don't know who, who this guy is. Hmm. Michael Bay is a producer on it though. What do you think? But it's animated. Yeah, and he's. But I don't know. I don't know how about this. I don't know. We got Brian Tyree Henry as Megatron. I, I love him. I think he's really funny. Um, I don't see him as Megatron. Yeah, that's... Oh, I like this casting, though. Did you see this casting for Bumblebee? Check out the casting for Bumblebee. Keegan-Michael Key. Love that one. Yeah. And Hell I like... Oh yeah, I'm down with that. That's awesome. And I like Lawrence Fishburne as Alpha Trion and John Hamm as Sentinel Prime. Hell yeah. I got her John Hamm. Got STL in there. What's up? They're they're going pretty deep with this with I some don't know. of these. I just don't. I'm not feeling Chris. Hemsworth. I'm not feeling Chris Hemsworth as Optimus Prime. No. Yeah. No. 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 If Peter Cullen's alive, Peter Cullen should be doing Prime. Yes. Do we not all agree on this. No. One hundred percent. I mean, on. he just got a lifetime That's achievement award from the Golden Globes. 
I think it was oh, Golden Globes. He got. Is that that clip? I think was that from the Globes or is that from something else? Uh, it might have been from something else. I sent you something. The was, Emmys, maybe. I, I said that to you, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, something. With his speech, yeah. Yeah, but talking about it was his brother that you know inspired him to go do it or something like that. Yep, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Well, this is top cast. Okay, all cast and crew. I was I was just gonna see if it gives us a list of which Autobots are in it. Um, Hey, as long as they give us names for you know, like, as long as Pete Davidson is not sideswipe. Uh, yeah, God, Beast Wars, uh, dude. Ugh, ugh, I don't know. Yeah, that, no, that's the problem. No, we don't have any other voices. I don't have any yeah. other big names with other voices that tell us any other, um, any it, other bots that are in it. Yeah, it's just the six people listed. Yeah. Okay. Nope, I, that might that's my honorable mention then as a number. If I want to slide a number four in there, Transformers one looks cool. Yeah, that, cool. I'm thinking that's something Will and I might have to sneak out to go see. No one else is going to care oh, about yeah. it. Yeah. And then I think I might want to make my homework a list of uh, my top ten Willem Dafoe movies. <laughs> nice. God, the guy has been in so much, dude. He has. He's been in a ton. Dates back going back to 1980. Wow. Oh my gosh. This just goes on forever. Yeah. Hold on. I'm just looking. Sorry. I mean, Boondock Saints. I mean, incredible in Boondock Saints. Yep. American Psycho. I mean, say what you will. I loved him in Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. I even loved him more in, uh, when, he, when he came I mean, back. Yes. Let's see here. I thought he was great. Let's see. James. I do see the Aviator. Is Aviator any good? Aviator's good. That's a blind spot. Yeah, that one. It's a good biopic. So, all right, I'm just I'm scrolling. All right, so all right. okay, uh, homework. You got? Do you have any homework? Yeah, got got a few things. Okay. Um, okay, what you got? On Amazon Prime, I watched Last Flag Flying. Steve Carell, Brian Cranston, Lawrence Fishburne. I'm aware of this movie. I know about this. Uh, they're all vets. Yeah, other vets, right? Yeah, and um, Steve Carell's son was killed in action. Yeah. And so it's okay. him reconnecting with his old, his old this is, Marine this buddies. This is not new by any means. This, no. this is an older one. 2016, 2017, I think. Okay. Maybe even before that. It, solid movie, though. Um, really deep at times. Somewhat hard to watch because it kind of goes into a little bit of what are we fighting for some of these times. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, we rewatched Captain Marvel. Will's been going through the whole MCU again. I think I enjoyed okay. it more the second time I watched it. I I think I liked it the same amount. Yeah. Just yeah, it's one of the, it's one of the, it's one in the line of movies. Um, it's okay. Yeah. Cool stuff. Cool scene of blockbuster. I like seeing blockbuster. That's fun. That's oh yeah. Seen, so it makes me happy. Yeah. Always um, does. Yeah. But. <laughs> It's funny that you say that you're doing a rewatch of that. I, every now and then, I, I need to watch something. I need to put something on where it's appropriate for the kids to be in the room. Yeah. we. I've, I've not done an MCU rewatch, but I did do a rewatch of the first two Iron Man movies and then kind of almost half, not even halfway through, maybe a quarter of the way through Iron Man 3. Yeah. I just got to the part where he meets the kid with the potato gun. Yep. Um, God. Iron Man 2 is a better movie than I remember. I actually really enjoy Iron Man 2. I know people don't like it that much, but I don't have any problems with it. Yeah. I 
of what we got in the MCU, I mean, I always thought it was middle of the road. Yeah. I know a lot of people have it down further, but I mean, maybe because of the lack of quality we've gotten in the last couple of years. Yeah. It yeah. probably just seems better. Okay. Um, I finished the final season of Wu Tang and America Saga. Yeah. While I was reading the Streets of Shaolin, which is kind of an oral history on the group, <laughs> so it kind of kind of overlapped, but it it finished strong. Um, it was interesting reading the book about them while watching the fictional take on them because there were definitely things that the RZA played up on the TV show for cinematic effect. But I I recommend the show. It's a good show. Okay. Um, watch Kevin Hart's movie Lift. Is that the airplane one? Yeah. Yeah. What's nah. that on? And it's on Netflix. It's just yeah. meh. Okay. It's it's a Kevin's Kevin Hart movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nothing special about it. Um, I watched Self Reliance. Jake Johnson. God, I, how is it? Tell me, it's worth my time. I, it's I worth your time. It is okay. Yeah, I figured it's funny. I, I had this feeling it's really funny. I'm gonna laugh out loud a couple times. It's like, funny and it gets you to sit there thinking like, what's going on? Okay, all right, I'm down. Yep, I, it's on my radar. I just haven't actually hit play on it. And and then the first thing that popped up after I watched it was Pinball, the man who saved the game. Nice. Yeah. It was it was a good movie. Um, have you seen it? I'm aware of it. Have not seen it. Um, it tries to play itself kind of like a documentary where he's kind of narrating what happens in the story mm-hmm. with a younger actor playing it, but it's all fictional. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and then the last movie I watched, The Underdogs with Snoop Dogg. Underdogs. Was, I'm familiar with this. He's a coach. Like It's almost like Mighty Ducks, but with Snoop Dogg in football. Yes, and it even goes as far as referencing Mighty Ducks. It does? Okay. Yes. All right, what's that on? Uh, I think it's on Prime. Okay. Worth my time? Yeah. Um it's Is a lot Snoop Dogg at least funny in it. <laughs> yeah. Funny in it? Oh yeah. yeah um okay. it's a lot like all those Mighty Ducks, uh Hardball, those type of movies where he he's kind of forced into helping out, but it, mm-hmm. it becomes a good thing for him. Yeah. Okay. But it's Snoop Dogg, so it's a lot funnier than a lot of those <laughs> other ones. So Okay. Um and then I've knocked down a ton of comics. I've made one of my um, New Year's resolutions was to read one floppy per day. Okay. And I've been able to do that for the first month of the year. So um, I knocked down Tim Drake Robin. Nice. Don't, okay. don't read I, it. I heard that got horrible reviews and the art's really bad. Yes. That sums it up perfectly. Um, the last arc was not bad. Um, it felt more like Tim than the first arc. It was only like 10 issues. Okay. So well, yeah, because it got canceled because no one was buying it because everyone was, was ripping into it how bad it was. Yeah, and the woman that wrote it is the one that did the Dark Crisis Young Justice series, which was just horrible. Is that Kelly Sue? No, Deconic. No, it's like Fitz Martin or something. I don't familiar. Yeah, familiar with that name. Yeah, I know the name because I remember I was kind of interested. If Tim's in a book, I kind of want to read it, but yeah. I've heard so many bad things about this. I, it's not like I won't, I wouldn't go and read it for my yeah. own, make my own opinion about it, but man, it got destroyed as far as reviews. I picked it up because that's right when we started going to the shop again, mm-hmm. and I read like the first three issues and then just picked up the rest of it, and I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want to read it, but 
I <laughs> just had to knock out my stack, so I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, I've read a lot of X Men. The stuff that's dealing with how shitty Beast has become is so awesome. It's in X Force and in Wolverine. Okay. Basically, he murders Wolverine and has him uh, resurrected, but stops his development before he becomes fully uh, back to being Wolverine. So he's just okay. a mindless killing machine for Beast. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. All I know about that is Marcus hates Beast. I know Marcus hates Beast a lot. <laughs> that the last probably 10 years has been pretty rough for him. So like, you know that whole Cyclops arc where he kind of turned into the villain? Hey, you and I will never see eye to eye about Cyclops, I don't think. I'm that person that can look at what Cyclops is doing and I can almost, I can take his side. Yeah. I, it's it's me and my fascination with Thanos in a certain way <laughs> going, you know what? Yes, Thanos is a, he's a psychopath and of course what he did is not right. But, he also makes a good point. <laughs> well, and, and that's exactly where Beast falls in, in all okay. this, all right. especially during the Krakoa era. Right down my alley, then, is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem is, I'm so behind on any comic book. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. When you try to pull up X-Men in, your, in the app, are you reading it on trade or app, or where are you reading it? I'm doing it in the app. Okay. Does the app kind of lead you to where you need to be going? No. I found uh, okay. there's a guy on the X-Men subreddits Okay. That put reading orders together for the whole Krakoa era. I need you to print those. I, I need paper. I really do. I think I need paper. I need to print it out. <laughs> or, or at least show me where to find it. I think. I've and as I've been as <laughs> I've been reading them. I've been noting like how I would have ordered them. Okay. So I'm gonna actually put that on the website. Oh wow. Okay. So yeah. No. I because I the Krakoa. Yeah. Everything. I am, and I'm, I'm decades behind, I think, because here, on my thing, because that's the big news I get to share with you, is I finally finished Last Command, and I am back into comics, baby. I'm ready to roll All and right. destroy some comic books, dude, but I don't know what, I, I haven't decided what I'm going to jump into first, as far as, now that I have the freedom to go get into comics, I think I need to go do my Batman stuff, because I'm so far behind on Batman. Yeah. It makes me kind of sick to my stomach, but... Um, X, as far as X-Men, where I started my reading order, is, of where I wanted to get going, is all the way back with X-Men Gold Volume 1. Yeah. How far, how many, how old is that at this point? <sighs> Let's see. Um, the 10 cr- years old at this point, probably? Less than that, I think, because the okay. Krakoa era started in 2019. Yeah. So it was a couple years before that. I, I'm telling you, though, it feels like my X-Men reading order is going to be a mile long. Well, It the... really is. Because then, I mean, I've got X-Men. I mean, you got the... Finally, you hit X-Men Red. I got the Old Man... I got Old Man Logan stuff to, that I have to crush through. Which is Lemire, so that won't be that yeah. bad. Um, I've got... You know, you got all new Wolverine. You've yeah. got uh, Extermination. Um, yeah, so astonishing X Men, a new a new version of astonishing X Men. Yeah, that that's Age the of X Men. I guess is on here. Yeah, that's kind of a uh, like a Age of Apocalypse type thing where it's. They get and that's wh- why I was asking with on the app. Does it kind of put the put it in a reading order for you so that you're doing it chronologically? No, you know what I mean no. See, that's what sucks. I, I wish they did. I that. have to jump around. I, I wish you would think that the app would, or the people that are developing the app would do that for comic readers. Cause that's what the biggest thing as a comic reader that's important to, you know, people are, 
I want to go back far enough where there's a good jumping on point. Yeah. And then once I'm on my jumping on point, I want to be able to catch up to where the current is, but I don't want to miss anything that was before that. Yeah. And so, that's the problem with X-Men books. There's so many of them. You, you're right. You kind of have to jump around, but yeah. there's a good reading order so that you can kind of hit on everything. So on the app, they will do reading orders for specific stories, but they won't do okay. like full runs. So, like, yeah, if you want to do Sins of Sinister, they will give you the proper reading order for it. Okay, yeah. Well, I just know I'm, I'm ready to roll. I'm so amped up, dude. I'm yeah. so ready to get killing all these things. But, no, I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. What, do you have any more? Um, I got I got a few trades I knocked out, too. Um, first one is Blue Book by uh, Tinian. It's kind of a... He's taking these real life alien stories and turning them into comic books. So this, okay. this first one uh, was said in the sixties where a black couple uh, apparently believe they got abducted by aliens and it's kind of telling their story. So each book is going to be one of these type of things. Very interesting read. I didn't know if it was real or not because it just seemed like it was far fetched, but apparently it's based off these people's actual experiences. So um, I read Low by Rick Remender. Um, post-apocalyptic future where the people where everyone has to live in the oceans because the sun is killing everything on the surface and them trying to find a new place to live. Solid book, not one I'd not a not a shelf book though. Okay. Um, I finally read uh, the Judas Contract. Oh. How many times have I told you to find that for me at a con? I still yeah. get a con. Don't don't tell. I don't want to know anything. I want to go into it super fresh. I, I do. I just want to go into that super fresh. It's good. Yeah. Shelf worth. But yeah, but man, it's dated and there are parts that may will make you cringe. Okay, it's dated and it's 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 that style where there's so much writing, so much prose on there, where they just every dialogue bubble has to be have like eight thousand words in it, kind of thing. Some of it, but I don't want to. I don't want to tell you anything so you can go in and read it and we can talk about it okay maybe next time you're over i'll just give it to you so you can read it before if you can't find your own copy okay um i read volume two of radiant black it was that kind of uh pj higgins power ranger like his own version of it kind of okay it's so good okay um i'm gonna keep going with it i just haven't it's good because it's, uh, is it power ranger ish is, and then we're we're because that's a ripoff of Ultron, so I mean, yeah. Ultron-ish. They don't have like the the Zords or Lions that they get into, but each one has a color and a specific power. Okay, oh, okay, that's kind of so radiant. I, I've yeah. seen of it. I just don't know anything about it. But yeah. is it worth going to try to track down? I think How so. Old is it? Is it some? Is it something newer? Is it something that's a little bit older? It's newer. I th- think there's four or five trades out of it. Oh, I'm just trying to see if it's available. I can get volume two, volume three. I can get okay. I can get the first three. Uh, I can get first. I can get the first four volumes. So yeah. 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 Oh, Kyle, Hig- uh, Kyle, Kyle Higgins. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and then the last thing I start. Well, besides, I'm I'm reading Bone right now. I bought the complete Bone because that was yeah. a blind spot. It's That's a f- gonna take you forever, dude. <laughs> it's a fast. <laughs> it's a fast read. I've started it yeah. Saturday, and I'm already six hundred pages into it. So it came as an omnibus. Yeah. Okay. It's it's the full story in one book. Um, Actually, no, that's not even going to be an omnibus. Is that a compendium? 
it's I don't even remember what it's called. It's like okay. the the complete edition or something. I don't know. Since it's it's not one of the major comics, they don't consider it an omnibus or okay. they have gotcha. their own thing for it. Um okay. it's so good. Okay. Um, but before I started that, I was going to reread Something is Killing the Children because I got all the volumes I was missing. Okay. So I got through the first three, which is like the first big arc, and yeah. it, it holds up on the second read. I'm looking forward to going through and reading the rest I of it. That he's still releasing floppies. I was in the shop not too long ago. Yeah. They're still releasing that, so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much all my reading. I've been reading some DC stuff mixed in, like... uh Donna DC's uh, Green Arrow run and their Doom Patrol, which have both okay. both been pretty solid. Nice. Is a Green Arrow's good? That's I'm always yeah. happy when I hear that Green Arrow's good. Okay, yeah. Cool. 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 All right. Um, as far as me, um, so I we've been struggling getting the youngest one to read her books because that's her homework every night. She has to read at least 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, so as far as books go. A blind spot from my childhood. I actually read Charlotte's Web for the first time. Oh. So. You know what? I've never read it. Now why it's a children's classic. You never read it? No. It's actually, it's actually really good. It's a really good book. It's, it's a good book to sit down with your kid and read kind of thing. Yeah. Your kids are obviously way grown out of it at this point, but um, really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, she's into the Diary of Whippy Kid books, so we're kind of reading those together. Yeah. Um, so I'm not able to actually read much of my own stuff, but, you know, sitting down reading with her, as long as she's enjoying it, then it's fun to get through that stuff. Yeah. Um, now, I, like I told you, I finished Last Command, so I finished the Thrawn trilogy. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I did it. It was long. Um, it got to a point where I was able to say... I would have very easily skipped over certain parts of the book just to get to the parts I cared about, which were, to be honest with you, the stuff with Luke and uh, Mara were the most intriguing parts of the book. Yeah. You know, I would rather just skip to those parts. Um, or in the Thrawn stuff, obviously. Oh, yeah. Thrawn in it. Um, but no, a great trilogy. Uh, just took a while to get through it all. Looking forward to his adaptation of it. Um, it, it. We should not have gotten the J.J. Abrams, Ryan Johnson verse thing that we got yep they should have just jumped into this they it was it was a natural progression into this into this universe and i'm they did they missed they really missed yeah so but uh, great reviews i would give it really really good reviews it's fun I, I love reading the star wars books it's just that they take away from reading actual comic books so yeah kind of i'm kind of upset by that but whatever um, I will say that I did read one that I grabbed from the library just because it looked interesting, and I was just like, I needed, I needed a break from Star Wars. So I, uh, it's called Killing and Dying. Hmm. It's six short stories in one book, and the art is okay. And I don't want to say it's a little preachy, but it was just a little bit out of the ordinary. Yeah, so it's just it's a little different. Um, I don't know if I'd actually have you sit down and read it. It's definitely not a shelf book. Don't buy this thing by any means. But a couple of the short stories were really good. They were kind of fun. Not even fun. God, I don't want to use that as a way to describe it. But um, it was nice to just read something a little bit different. It almost felt like uh, an anthology thing that you watch on FX. Yeah. That's kind of how I describe it. Um, I'll Let me get the guy's name and see if this author sounds familiar. Hard- Adrian Tomine? No, don't know. Okay. Yeah. The description for the library. An exploration of loss creative ambition identity and family dynamics so hmm. hard to imagine uh, a book called killing and dying uh is not fun no <laughs> it, it, 
I don't know what it, it's just one of those books. I was like, this looks it was in a little small. Yeah. It was quick to get through the short stories. Yeah, like, I'll give it a shot just to see what's up. Um, no, had I actually bought it for money, I would have wanted my money back kind of thing. I, it wasn't good enough for that. Yeah, um, but interesting enough for a library book. Uh, let's see, what else did I read? Uh, I just want to read something else. No, okay. I will tell you, I did download and I read the first couple of pages mm-hmm. of the uh, Scott Snyder book that we read on that, that list you sent me for Top Comics of 23. Um, it's one where they are, it was a Prime exclusive where you get them for free if you're Prime. Yeah. They're, this one's about a guy that flies uh, stunt planes and I'm too soon into it to tell you whether or not it's any good or not. Okay. But I have it on the iPad ready to read it. Yeah. Uh, from a digital collection standpoint. And then um, I do wanted I wanted to let you know that I was able to get uh, two books or two movies from the library. Uh, I will be watching them quickly as soon as I can, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning okay. and Ninja Turtles. From watching, we're, as a family, we're going to be watching Ninja Turtles this weekend. Oh, nice! I can't wait to so hear what you really, say. Yeah, really looking forward to those two. And then, um, gosh, there's oh, there's one more. There's, it's so sad, but this was the best thing I read uh, all from the last time we spoke. So over this week, and mind you, it's a child, it's a children's book. Um, but uh, Emmy read it, and she read it in a day. I was like, "There's no way you read that book in one day." Because when you pick it up, it's a thick book, uh, hardback. And I was like, "There's no way." And thick for her, I'm, it's probably the size of a diary would be kid book. Okay. Yeah. And she's like, no, dad, it's just, they're real short. It's like a diary. Uh, or these are notes from a, a brother to a sister. It, it took me no time. And so she's like, it's really good. You're going to like it. You should read it. And I was like, oh, whatever. But whenever one of my kids says, hey, dad, read it, I try to do that. Yeah. I, I, so that we have something to talk about. It's a book. Um, I wanted to give her a shout out. Allison McGee, uh, Allison McGee is the author of it. It's a book called Dear Sister. Have you ever heard of it? No. I'll read the description for you. It's a brother chronicles life with his frequently annoying sister from the time she's born until she is 10 and he leaves for college through a series of letters and drawings. Hmm. It was by far one of the best books I've read in a long time. It was heartfelt. It was touching. Um, Even if you don't have a relationship, like a brother, sister relationship, just a sibling, anyone that has siblings or anyone that's just, is wanting to have that feeling of family. It's it, just family. I would say from that standpoint. Yeah. Beautifully drawn, uh, quick to get through, read the whole book in about an hour. Um, it's just one of those books that you could give out as a gift at Christmas time kind of thing or something like that. Yeah. And just, it, it, <clears throat> it goes through like, it, it touches on loss. It touches on aging. It touches on just that relationship between a sibling, you know, stuff like that. It couldn't, it, let's say out of five stars, five out of five, five okay. out of five star. Amazingly well done book. Um, it, it just, it's, it, I always go, it stinks that your kids have kind of outgrown this kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's always interesting to find these things. And it's, I go, I don't think a child can appreciate it, but they can, you know what I mean? Cause there's, there's funny parts of it that are really funny for yeah. a kid to see it, but it's even, I think it's even has, it's more heartfelt and it, it hits harder. It hits close to home when you're an adult reading it, even though it's a kid's book. So yeah again dear sister um by far the best thing i've read in a long time <laughs> by far it was yeah. really good i loved it it was really good so but uh after that i don't think i really got anything where i got those movies to watch oh uh, i did watch um scream 2 because i was going i wanted to go through the scream movies again yeah to actually i know they just released at the library scream 6 uh came out yeah 
So I had I couldn't remember Scream Two at all, to be honest with you. Jay, the only thing I could think about while I was watching it, it's not good. It's no. not a good movie. But it is good in the sense that the big the, the opening scene of the movie is with Jada Pinkett Smith and Omar Epps. They're going to the movie <laughs> to go watch Stab because they're making they made a movie about the movie. Yeah. So super meta, you know, right? At yeah. the time. <laughs> And all I could think about was scary movie when the girl, when the black girl goes into the theater and is yelling at the screen. And all I could think about was you would be watching scary movie and laughing at it and how, and how much you would be laughing because how much I, I have to believe that scary movie is one of your best, your favorite comedies of all time. It has oh, yeah. to be. Yes. I think it is. Yes. <laughs> and that's what made me laugh about it was thinking about you laughing because it. it's so bad when the movie it's so over the top yeah but it makes sense when you go back and watch the source material for it scary movie is underappreciated and is one of the better spoof movies of all time I think. It, and maybe we need to do that is go over our spoof movies ooh, so. that, that'd be a good topic <laughs> no nah, i know i know i know so yeah, I went back, rewatched that, and uh, but yeah, um, the focus will be switched over to a comics, going comic heavy, hopefully here real soon. But uh, thought I'd share that that, that funny note about yeah. sc- uh, not scary movie, Scream Two, but all I can think about was scary. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> she pulls down her fried chicken. Yep. <laughs> awful, just awful. I got but you. Anyway, You're on camera. You're on candid camera. <laughs> See, I see. Only you would be able to remember that stuff about scary movie. That's all I'm saying. God, it's it's such a good movie. It is. It is. It is. So, all right, man. That's all I got for you. All right. Um, and so, until next time, uh, hopefully, I'll have some uh, comics to share with you. All, <laughs> all right. right. Yep. All right. All right. Talk to you later. See you. See you. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, nerdcast.com. It's N-Y-R-D-C-A-S-T. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. The intro music is The Other Side by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, a Mad Dog remix made by Madeline Tierney. This week's featured song is A Thousand Shots by F.O.D. (laughs) 